I am about to tell you how much Americans suck. You won't believe it. I mean, it's incredible. And the proof is in the pudding, is in the eating. Or whatever it was really? that Biden just said the other day. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding, in the eating of the pudding that I ate. Can I have my pudding now? I can't even remember what the old saying is. Yeah, Apparently, 400 years ago, it was the saying that he said. Literally, 400 years ago, they'd say, the proof is in the pudding and the eating. And that's what he said the other day. Is that weird? Really? Yeah. So, yeah. I, Ever since then, it's been shortened to the proof is in, in the, the pudding. pudding. Right. Because and eating was dumb. So, we're going to tell you how badly we suck. Uh, coming up in one minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay. So, you've uh, done your time. With all those other grills, you know, the little R2-D2 look like that rusted out the first time it got a little bit rainy or that propane grill that still carried the imprint on the surface of the first piece of meat you ever burned on it. Isn't that wonderful? It those is. are great. It is. Uh, those were cute and everything, but uh, you've graduated to a higher level now. Now it's time to get a rec tech. These are so awesome. You've heard Glenn talking about rec tech for a while and... You know he's right. You know he is. Uh, he has told you about the smart grill technology that's combined with a sleek, sturdy, solid stainless steel body that's going to take your grilling, your smoking, and even your baking game to the next level. With Rectech, you don't have to worry that you're going to burn your food or that you won't. it won't have amazing flavor. It self-adjusts the heat to produce a perfect cooking experience every time. I love that. I just on my grill the other day, and I thought, okay, this is it. I'm getting a Rectech now because I had a bunch of different meat on the grill. And you know how when you got a whole bunch of meat at the same time, it inevitably, it, it all catches fire. And pretty soon, <laughs> you got nothing but a forest fire burning up your meat. I hate that! <laughs> the Rectech self-adjusts. It's fantastic. And with the taste of your favorite wood pellets flavoring the things you're cooking, you can't lose. Follow Rectech on all social media. And sign up for their newsletter. That's Rectech with a Q at the end. Visit RectechWithAQ.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Pat Gray and uh, Jeffy, uh, follow my podcast and uh, show live uh, immediately preceding this show, the Glenn Beck program, seven to nine Eastern, six to eight Central, or anytime you want, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And please subscribe and do the five star rating, and that way others will find it, and they're gonna love it too. And then you'll have something to talk about with everybody you meet, right? Yeah. And you can say, man, Pat Gray's okay. <laughs> that show's fine and everything, but I really like chewing the fat oh. with Jeff Fisher. That yeah. show, man, that, uh-huh. that podcast is. Tremendous. Tremendous. And it's still free, I understand. You've been you know, able to. I, it's funny you say that because I, I mean, I fight and I fight and I fight. And yes, I know. I know you're free. fighting for the for the people. That's I respect that. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you were about to uh, tell, tell us, us how uh, much how, Americans how, suck. How bad we suck. Yeah. Well, there's a new report on Amel- American philanthropy. Last year, we gave zero dollars <laughs> in charity. None. <laughs> Zero. Oh, I'm sorry. True. I'm sorry. No, uh, I read that wrong. It was a record-breaking year during COVID-19. Can you believe that? Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's how much we suck. 
in spite of an economy that bottomed out and saw paychecks slashed and people lose their jobs. Right. What happened? Charitable giving went up by a lot. Uh, the Giving USA report, they do this every year. <clears throat> this came out Tuesday. It revealed that Americans gave a record, get this, $471 billion to charity in 2020. Are you kidding me? Selfish Americans who are rude and fat and lazy and they don't care about anybody or anything but themselves. Right. $471 billion. That is amazing. The Giving USA Foundation said 2020's levels beat 2019's record of $448 billion by 5.1%. Thank you for doing the math for us. Appreciate that. This all came as the U.S. economy contracted 3.5%, the worst since 1946, and at a time when tens of millions of jobs were lost, leading to almost 15% unemployment last spring. Remember that? When we thought it might go to 40%? Yeah. yeah. It just Again, that shows you how resilient uh, the United States of America and our free market system is. Uh, and this just shows how giving and caring Americans are. I mean, that's absolutely amazing. You know, this is over and above what the government does. This, these are, fr- are private individuals and corporations giving of their own free will. This isn't tax money that's sucked out of you and then sent overseas to somebody you don't have any say over. This isn't that. This is you deciding, you know what, I'm going to give to... The Cancer Foundation, or I'm going to give to uh, hungry children in Africa or Southeast Asia or whatever the case may be. Right. According to the AP, estates and foundations led the increase uh, giving as they saw more people facing greater needs and concerns spurred on by the pandemic and racial justice protests. Uh, uh, to me, this is phenomenal because I, w- I would have guessed that with the economy the way it was and people losing their jobs the way they were, that charitable giving would have tumbled. I mean, it may have helped. Mackenzie Scott gave away another $2.7 billion or something like that the other day. So she may have bumped those averages up this year because I think she had Jeff originally... Jeff Bezos gave, sold uh, yeah. Flame? His, his yeah. wife. His yeah. ex-wife. Yeah. $2.7 billion? Yeah, and I think t- wow. in total she's given away, I don't know, 4 or $5 billion already, maybe more. Because she's part of the... I'm going to give away all my wealth program before she before she ends it all. I don't think her husband has that no, same philosophy. No, he does not. <laughs> no, he, like, he has you not go ahead and do joined. That pumpkin. They, I'm not doing it. When they asked him about it originally, when she signed on to the, um, I forget what they call it now, but they asked him about it because Bill Gates and Warren Buffett all signed, all signed on to on. this. And yeah. she signed on and they asked Jeff about it. And he was like, oh, that's great for her. <laughs> You know, good for and her. for them. Good for Bill. Good for her. Good for Warren. Good, good for, for her. What's her face <laughs> over there? That's great. She you said in her blog post, though, that she gave this money away because she wanted to de-emphasize privileged voices. And uh, okay, shut up. Focus to others. Shut up. So she gave money to the uh, the list <clears throat> of uh, 286 organizations that she gave money to. Uh, That's a lot of money, though. I mean, good for her. Correct. Because she doesn't have to do that. Correct. And some will say, well, she's still got another $50 billion. Right. Well, so? 
She gave away a lot of money. A lot of money. Now, I'm I'm waiting for the charitable (laughs) donation to the Chewing the Fat Foundation, uh, headed up by Jeff Fisher. Yeah, let me know when that comes in from McKinsey. Because, uh, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. willing to help her in that. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, frankly. Me too. But I don't see that forthcoming anytime soon. She can do what she wants wants with it. And that's great. And that's the whole point of charitable giving. Right. It's not charity. When the government forces it out of your bank account, that's not charity. No, it is not. And And I know they've made a big deal about Biden and Bernie Sanders. You know, they they give the very least. how stingy they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of what they believe in. Uh, According to the uh, article I read, and this was a couple of months ago during tax season. Of course, tax season just ended yes, Tuesday here uh, in Texas because we got an extra Bunch of, uh, many two states it just ended. Yeah. Yeah. The ones who were hard hit by yeah. extreme, extreme weather. I There's no <laughs> way I could get my taxes done because we had four days of really cold weather. I can't, I can't do it. Now, the cold weather was in February and I was supposed to pay in April, but nah, I still couldn't do it. Couldn't get there. I mean, there's a, another tropical <laughs> storm out there now ready to hit the coast. Right. They should have delayed so. it a little bit longer. <laughs> Yes, uh, but it's uh, it's uh, amazing that people still give under all of these uh, extenuating circumstances, and it just again it shows you who Americans are, and it shows you the fact that they really believe in doing charity, right? Not in being forced into giving. We're going to help. If people need the help. We'll mm-hmm. help. Exactly. I mean, we see that all the time with Mercury One. And yes, it's, and it's amazing. This audience has been tremendous in that. Phenomenal. And that's America. I thought you were supposed to say how bad we suck. I thought that was the headline for this. Because I don't feel yeah. like we do. Yeah, I don't feel like we do either, actually. It might have been a tinged slightly in sarcasm. Oh. Yeah, it might have been. Oh. I know. Right. Sorry to disappoint you because I know you were hoping for a I really, was, really bad story on the United States of America. But we lead the world. Uh, every year, of course, in charitable giving, always have in the history of charitable donations. I mean, I know we felt like we've every come year. down off the pedestal thanks to our president on the world stage, but it appears that the rest of the world still waits for America to do something. Yeah, they do. Uh, when when bad things happen or good things happen, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they all wait for America to help out. And so it's funny how that happens. Isn't it? It's funny how that happens. We we do, you know, suck so bad that uh, you know you hate us and we hate ourselves. But what are you guys going to do? Can you help? Yeah, and we suck so badly that we only gave half a trillion dollars in charity last year. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> right? It's just absolutely amazing. Now check with uh, other populist nations like China uh, and see what their charitable giving is. Uh, I'd love to see those figures. And oh. And the do-gooders in Europe who always talk about how stingy the United States is. Uh, let's see what their charitable giving looks like. Uh, I think you'll be amazed. Yes, I think so, too. Uh, the other thing that is uh, really cool right now is that uh, somebody's phone is ringing, and I don't know who I, it's I don't know where crazy. it is, it is. Uh, but it's really distracting. I think. Yeah, it's still going on. I know. I think it's uh, someone brought in a, a briefcase. And it's my phone? I think it is. In my briefcase. I think it is. I don't know. Yeah, it's still, it's it's still buzzing. All right. We'll have to take care of it here in a minute. <laughs> it was driving me in. But uh, our governor is 
fed up with the fact. Thank you, Martin, for taking Thank that you. out of here. It is that. Uh, uh-huh, it is okay. that. Our, our governor is fed up with the fact that the federal government's not doing their job. And, and so he's tired of people sneaking in illegally to the country. We all believe in... Uh, not char- not just charity, but also in legal immigration. And we'd love to share what we have yes. with others who would like to bring their uniqueness and add it to our own. Uh, but we don't appreciate when you sneak in here and we don't know what you intend to do, why you're here, who you are, uh, or what you have in mind. It's just there has to be some kind of order. and That would be nice. Yeah. That would so, be nice. And we'd also like to maybe know a little bit that you want to be in the United States of America, not just come here to disrupt things. Exactly. And that's why uh, Governor Abbott has decided we're going to build a border wall. Okay? If you won't do it as the federal government, uh, we're going to pledge $250 million right now to get it started. Build the Texas wall. And build the stinking Texas border wall. And hopefully it'll encircle the state and it'll protect us from everybody coming in here. <laughs> Californians, New Yorkers. I mean, we'll have a big, beautiful door. Yes, we will. Right. Come in. right. We've heard about the big, beautiful door. And that's fine, too. I, yes. I mean, we want that. We don't want you coming through the big, beautiful door if you're coming from California with your California attitude and values. Because that doesn't work here. Okay? Mm. We've adopted recently some of the California yes, attitude and it's killing the state. That's for sure. Uh, especially in our energy sector. We've got our own grid right now. So what have they decided to do? Since everything was working well, they decided, you know what? Oh, we should do all renewable energy. We're going to invest in solar wind. and wind. Wind. The wind blows all the time, right? Yep. And the sun shines at all times. It's just that you can't see it, but it's still <laughs> shining at night somewhere for somebody. <laughs> We'll collect all those rays. <laughs> and the problem is, you know, they estimate, okay, we'll get 20% from that. No, we got three. We got three right. from solar. Right. And, and it's killing yeah, our grid. Yeah, you know what? We miscalculated. We miscalculated. I mean, that, and that's, that's here. I mean, we've seen it, how it doesn't work in other states. Right. right. I mean, the the California blackout where they were killing people's power. The the guy actually said, "Yeah, man, if we only had another hour of daylight, we'd have made it." Yeah. Oh. Well, you, you knew that going in, right? <laughs> there's. I mean, it, happens. It's, it's going to be nighttime every day. I mean, there's night. <laughs> right. Day. I mean, really, it every happens. Day? Yeah, all the time. Not Twenty four seven. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh come on. Yeah. It gets a little <laughs> old, doesn't it? It's happening it every does. day. It does. I know. I mean, it's a big surprise that it's that it got dark out. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so uh, we're being destroyed, which is why we need the border wall to surround completely. And I want a border wall so high (laughs) that if you're standing on the surface of Mars, you'll be able to see it. I'm all right with that. With the naked eye. I'm not even talking a telescope. You can. You're standing on the surface of the Martian (laughs) planet, and you're looking out towards Earth. Look at that border wall around Texas. Wow, that's awful. Nice. So we'll see. And uh, and maybe some other states will follow our, follow our lead, like Arizona. They very well might. California and New Mexico. Need to. 888-727-BECK. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. If you're smart with your money, and since you're listening to this show, chances are pretty good you are. 
you're probably doing everything you can to save money and cut your expenses month to month. I'm sure you realize that not only is this the best way to ensure that you have a comfortable retirement to look forward to, but it's also vital to be prepared for if and when, let's face it, when times get tough. This is why uh, Glenn recommends, and so do I, uh, recommend you call American Financing. Let them see if they can help you save even more. It never hurts to have another set of eyes on things, and American Financing's consultants are just absolutely the best in the business between getting you out from under things like crushing credit card debt and mortgage rates and helping you refinance or consolidate your debts they could save you hundreds of dollars a month or more sometimes thousands over the past two decades american financing has helped so many people just like you get their financial feet on the ground they're in this for you not for the banks so give them a call today. It's 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. So any day now, the left is going to start yelling and screaming about the Texas border wall. You can't do that as a state. Oh, what do you do? It's yeah. a federal. That's a, f- a federal responsibility. You're gonna hear that. I'm kind of surprised they haven't been screaming about it already. Uh, but that it will be coming because they don't want Texas to set the example of what will really work. And they keep saying the walls don't work, which is it's just the opposite of that. There's proof positive walls work. You know, before the Israeli border fence. Uh, do you remember what happened back in the early, like the late '90s and the early 2000s? They were getting, uh, they were getting school bus bombings. Oh yeah, they were having uh, bombings at restaurants during Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur or any special uh, yeah. Jewish holiday. People were getting killed all the time. They built the border fence and reduced terrorism 95 percent. Huh, 95 percent. It definitely works. So it didn't stop everything, is what you're saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was a complete waste of time. Might as well not even have Why done it. Why did you do it? Uh, uh, that's a, that's a, I mean, that's an incredible number. Uh, it does it seem like uh, you would want that as a nation. Kind of. As a state. Right. As whatever whatever entity you are that you want to keep people out yeah. from coming in illegally. Right. Which I mean, that's the big point, right? We need to we need to make sure that they understand, and we have not. And I say we, as you know, conservatives or Republicans, we have not made a good point. In we are for legal immigration. Yeah, I wish we would have handled it differently. It gets buried in the Mm -hmm. in the talking points, and uh, it It shouldn't. We we made the mistake early on when this discussion, you know, started spiraling out of control. We we made the mistake early of not saying, you know, what we love. We love uh, legal immigration. What we want to prevent is illegal immigration. Right. So let's just make sure people can come here legally. And if we would have done that, I think we'd be. We would have had, had the job done by now. Uh, but we didn't. And you live and learn. Same thing happened with every discussion, really. I know. We let the left control it. Abortion, uh, gay oh, marriage. Uh, everything we definitely abortion definitely won that uh won that battle because well, we, yeah. we were always told nobody wants to talk about abortion 
That's right. And no, we just I mean, said, yeah, you're right. That's too contentious. Let's just leave it. Oh, that's fine. Well, the other side didn't leave it. They were no, working they on didn't. how it it's not killing babies. In fact, it's just tissue. You're just removing. It's like a Kleenex is inside of you. Yeah, don't worry <laughs> about that. That's fine. You're removing a little tissue. Don't even worry about it. And it got to the point where now now they say that that's not even a human inside you that's growing. Well, it they can't won't even be. admit that. It, it can't, can't be. be. Right. If, I mean, if you if if you <laughs> believe it, it can't be a human in your mind, right? It can't mm-hmm. be. I mean, obviously, if you were to kill a pregnant woman, then it's a human. Uh, you know, then it counts as a human. Which is interesting. Inside. It is interesting. Yeah. But if the woman decides that she doesn't want it, my body, my choice, um, it's just a tissue. Don't come to me with that my body, my choice stuff as far as the vaccine's concerned. I don't want to hear it from you. Okay? Don't say my body, my choice with those masks. I don't want to hear it from you. But my body, my choice when I'm killing my baby? You bet. You bet. <laughs> you come on bet. in. Come on. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Jeffy for, the, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program coming up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn. Uh, 888-727-BECK. If you want a really good cookie, might come a couple days after Father's Day, but we're still having a Father's Day sale at Kexi.com. You should go there. Buy some delicious cookies. Best, Best on the planet cookies. Jeffy just had the... The peanut butter one? I did. You like that? I did. I'm not finished yet, but yeah. it's... Yeah, so it's it takes a while to good. get through them. They're, they're, well, I mean, we're they're a the lot. I, just, I didn't want to chomping down on the cookies while we were out It's probably there. a good idea. Yeah, I was just, you know... It's surprising you showed that kind of restraint. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, I was just reading over what some of the things that uh, Putin said after the meeting with Biden yesterday <clears throat> that I hadn't necessarily read or heard until now. Putin called Biden... A constructive, experienced partner, meaning guy's old. He's sticking old. <laughs> right? Uh, wow. I mean, he is old, this guy. And they spoke <laughs> the same language, which is not true because Biden was speaking English and, and uh, or old people speak. And Putin was speaking Russian. So it's not even true. But he added that there had been no friendship, rather a pragmatic dialogue about their two countries' interests. That's interesting. That, that, is that tells you, yeah, we don't like each other. We do not like each other. Well, for sure, he doesn't like Joe Biden. I, mean, Joe I Biden think that's safe a, to say. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He said it was hard to say if relations with the United States would improve, but there's a glimpse of hope regarding mutual trust. Ah, that's why Joe gave him a list of 16 <laughs> things right. to work on. Don't yeah. mess with our emergency. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. Emergency was one of the. <laughs> One of the topics where he'd said, hey, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't hack us there in emergency. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but okay. We'll get back to you on that. Uh, also, the scheduling of separate news conferences meant there was none of the joviality that is usually there. Uh, there was no shared meal. They didn't sit down and eat together. Didn't do any of this stuff to put up any pretense that they get along. Nothing. Well, I mean, Joe gave him the crystal bison and the aviator glasses. Oh, that's right. What a what an extended hand of friendship that is. 
right? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be proudly displayed. You don't just give a crystal bison to just anyone, right? It's got to be somebody you really feel strongly and about. And a pair of actual aviator glasses? You right. can't just get you those online. Uh, Putin was the first to brief reporters, said the, the meeting had been constructed without hostility, and showed the leaders' desire to understand each other. He also said Russia and the United States shared a responsibility for nuclear stability. Or as Jeffy and George W. Bush would say, <laughs> nuclear. 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 Uh, nuclear stability. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of nuclears running around, and uh, we're trying to get them rounded up with the Russians. <laughs> Uh, so he said uh, there there's going to be possible changes to the recently extended New Start Arms Limitation Treaty, uh, but just the general feeling is that they don't like each other, and maybe they're not going to get along during uh, these four years. Who knows? I mean, if we'll it, see. And it would appear that Putin would. If I'm Putin, I walk out of that thinking I'm going to do what I want. Sure. Yeah, I think all the world leaders have decided that now. Hey, we can we can manipulate America right now. Right. This is a good chance yeah. to let them know that we're 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 taking charge here, and yeah. we're going to lead this guy around by the nose. Yeah, and yeah. certainly we don't want that to. I don't want that to happen. And this is one of the many reasons we said you can't elect this guy. But and eighty is, million people disagreed, and this is one of the. Did they? <laughs> Yeah, this is one of the. <laughs> Did they? This is one of the uh, one of the reasons that you know with the, with the poll that talked about all the foreign nations saying they you know they loved Joe Biden and they were happy with the new administration and you know no. they were glad that Trump was gone. Uh huh. Uh, okay. Yeah, they're glad Trump's gone because they can have their way with this guy. You bet. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Uh, another source of hope that's been springing up lately in a very strange place <laughs> is Bill Maher's show. Yeah. Bill Maher has, uh, it's almost spooky how much sense he's made in the last few weeks. This last show, he was talking about how far we've come as a country and that progressives won't acknowledge it. Right. Here's what he said. In 1958, only 4% of Americans approved of interracial marriage. Now, Gallup doesn't even bother asking. The last time they did in 2013, 87% approved. An overwhelming majority of Americans now say they want to live in a multiracial neighborhood. That is a sea change from when I was a kid. In a country that's 14% black, 18% of the incoming class of Harvard is black. And since 2017, white students? are not even a majority in our public colleges. Employees of color make up 47% of Microsoft, 50% of Target, 55% of The Gap, as companies wow. become desperate to look like their TV commercials. <laughs> the, sure. uh, the Friends reunion we just had looked weird. Because if you even suggested a show today about six people, all of whom were straight and white, the <laughs> network would laugh you out of the room and it's then cancel true. you oh, on you Twitter. Get a meeting. Mm -hmm. And yet there is a recurrent theme on the far left that things have never been worse. 
Kevin Hart expressed mm -hmm. a view many hold when he told the New York Times, you're witnessing white power and white privilege at an all-time high. Mm. This is one of the big problems with wokeness, that what you say doesn't have to make sense or jibe with the facts or ever be challenged, mm. lest the challenge itself be conflated with racism. But saying white power and privilege is at an all-time high is just ridiculous. Thank you. Higher than a century ago, the year of the Tulsa race massacre? Higher than the years when the KKK rode unchecked and Jim Crow went unchallenged? Mm -hmm. Higher than the 1960s when the Supremes and Willie Mays still couldn't stay in the same hotel as the white people they were working with? Thank you. Higher than during slavery? Mm -hmm. And I mean actual slavery, not Prince doesn't like his record contract slavery. <laughs> <laughs> Racism is still, unfortunately, still with us. We have the footage in policing, housing, job mm. discrimination, segregated schools, wealth inequality. The legacy of injustice sadly lives on and demands remedial action. I understand as best I can how racism singes a person's soul so much that they mm. might see it everywhere. But seeing clearly is necessary for actually fixing problems. And Clearly, racism is simply no longer everywhere. It's not in my home, and it probably isn't in yours, if I read my audience right, and I think I do. For most of the country, the most unhip thing you could ever be today is a racist. Even mm -hmm. Derek Chauvin was not backed up by his fellow officers. Thank you. And that never used to happen. The low point mm -hmm. of race relations wasn't Kim Kardashian wearing cornrows. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it happened on Snapchat and George Wallace standing in a doorway didn't. Because here's yeah. the thing, kids. There actually was a world before you got here. <laughs> That's awesome. Made some powerful points there. And it's, you know, it's true. And yet the left denies all of it. You would think we're in the 1950s. Or the 1850s, for that matter. Has Bill come to the dark side? I don't know what the deal is. Uh, I just think he has certain sentiments that are close to what we have. I, I think he's got a lot of conservative points. And he just, but on the things he's liberal about, he's really, really liberal about. And the closer you get to anything religious, the less he's going to like it, obviously, because he's. He's just a flaming atheist, and he hates religion. So religion and abortion, right? Yeah, he's, he's yes. Been, those he's are the two things you're not gonna. We're not gonna agree on. Which so. I guess, if you don't have religion, makes little sense. Yeah, it yeah probably does. Triple uh, eight. Although even with seven two seven back, you're not supposed to want to take a life, right? That's true. <laughs> I mean, yes, that is supposed true. To be, um, you know. Universal. Not a good idea, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, we were talking the other day about some of the topics that the Supreme Court is going to take on, and uh, one of them has been decided. So this is, I think this is breaking uh, just right now. The Supreme Court this morning, this is amazing, because I, I predicted this on Monday. I said, okay, they're doing Obamacare again. Oh. They're taking a look at Obamacare. So it's completely gone. And this is what, isn't that what you predicted? Yeah, this is the gonna... third time. I, and I said... You know what? They're they're not going to do anything about no Obamacare. They're not going to fix it. They didn't. Uh, they rejected a challenge they to the Affordable Care Act the third time 
They've preserved it since 2010. A clearly unconstitutional law. They've, they've left it alone again. Wow. So it was Texas and a few other Republican-leaning states uh, that sought to strike down the law on technical arguments after Congress reduced to zero the tax penalty. Well, in a 72 decision this morning, written by Stephen Breyer, they found that none of the plaintiffs suffered any injury from zeroing out the penalty, and thus, they lacked the legal standing to bring the lawsuit at all. They, oh. so they threw it out on that ground again. You don't have any standing. Am I an American citizen? Then I should have standing. What are you talking about? Yeah. This is unbelievable how they keep upholding this law. So joining the majority, the seven, were obviously Stephen Breyer, who wrote the opinion. John Roberts. Clarence Thomas. Wow. Sonia Sotomayor. Elena Kagan. Brett Kavanaugh. And Amy Coney Barrett. How does this happen? How? <laughs> the only ones in dissent were uh, Sam Alito and uh, Neil Gorsuch. And they accused wow. the majority, and this is accurate, they accused the majority of ducking the constitutional issues that for years we've argued make this health care uh, law unconstitutional. And they wouldn't deal with it again. I'd be interested to see why what uh, Clarence Thomas had to say. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I'm surprised that it, were, it would because I can't remember a time when he's been on the opposite side of a matter uh, as I am and I, I think that's his usually that's his marker too where does Pat Gray stand on this I can um, get my well, my my clerk uh, and have him call Pat and see where he stands on this in the Clarence Thomas memoirs <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it is it devotes a whole chapter to it following Pat Gray uh, so he's going to be disappointed, he, yeah. I think. He did, somebody dropped the ball and didn't tell him where I stood on this. to call Pat. <laughs> but here we go again with this supposedly so conservative right-wing right extremist court. Really? And they left it alone again. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Pat Gray and Jeffy for Glenn. Uh, this is an interesting situation that's uh, going on in San Francisco. They're having some problems because they've made some decisions uh, that are affecting the way people act. They sure the are. way they behave. And here's one of the ways they're behaving as this person Rolls up in his bicycle to a, is this a Walgreens yeah. or something? It appears to be a Walgreens or a CVS. Uh, right. Just pay, take a look at this. Uh, people are just using their phones to record it. Guys wow. has a gigantic trash bag full of products from he Walgreens. What he, he knows what he's after. And then he just bikes out of the place. The, and, the security uh, guard <laughs> is there filming yeah. along with along with someone else. It was a security guard that tried to. You know, pull the. Uh, I mean, a made half. a halfway yes. effort on pulling the bag out yeah. of his hand. He and didn't. didn't. Uh, so it, the guy uh, escapes with I don't know how much product. Yeah, I'm not sure. He he knew what he was after. Yeah, uh, shampoo products. Particular for I, some reason, hair care, shampoo, and hygiene pro- those products. Those are very important in life. <laughs> yes, I don't they know are. Why you? Yeah, they are. But if I'm gonna go roll into a Walgreens, <laughs> what do you? What are you taking? Not sure. That's what are you taking? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get me some Pro V uh, shampoo right now. 
I'm, I'm getting that. You know how expensive hair dye Either is? Either that or the Dove Care for Men. I'm getting one of those. One of the two, man. Are we sure that it wasn't hair dye or something? Because, I mean, hair Might have been hair products dye. are expensive. <laughs> they are. And he, so he rides out of there. I don't know that they've caught him yet. No, I don't, they don't have to. It's not important. Because nothing will right? happen because to him. Because anything under, and I think San Francisco, it's anything under 1,000, right? I believe but, it is. Uh, I know yes. that, that's happening all over the country. But so anything under a thousand dollars that you steal, eh, they're tr- they treat it. as a misdemeanor. Eh, don't worry We're not. About it's it. it's decriminalized. Those darn rich corporations can take it. God. Well, seventeen Walgreens stores have closed in San Francisco in the last alone. Few years in San Francisco alone, along yeah. with some you know other properties, CVS and some other stores have just decided. You know, we're a little unhappy with people just taking our products. And not being able to do you anything about it. selfish bastards. How can you say that? <laughs> That's them. I'm saying them. Are you, not, are you not okay with social justice? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Wow, Whitey. Huh. Well, we know who you are, I guess. I guess you just proved it. Okay. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> not doing it. It's incredible. They're, they're all going to have to close. Because if you, unless they start... Coming to their senses has to be some kind of enforcement. That city's going to be over. All right. We will uh, see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. We'll finish off the week together right here on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.